0: Hey, running friends, welcome to the Wrinkled Runner podcast. I'm Sherry, the Wrinkled Runner. I'm over 50 and I love to run wherever I go, but Buffalo, New York is my home. If you are looking to start to run or you're an older runner, this podcast is especially for you, so subscribe now. I love to help people get running and keep running. Today I'll be sharing with you the top 10 podcast episodes from 2021 and giving you a little sneak peek into each of them. I'll link to all of them in the show notes so that you can give them a listen on your next run. We will do them in backwards order leading up to number one. So number 10 is the warm-up. But my goal is always to give people who want to run the confidence to do so. And included in that is the ability to know when you need to adjust training and find what works for you. So I recommend everybody warm up for about five minutes before you start a run. You can do different exercises that I talk about in this podcast episode. And a lot of times we as runners ignore the warm up. And I talk a little bit about why it's important to have one because you want your muscles to work for you, especially for those of us who are older. We can be a little stiff uh, at times, especially for those of us who are out on a morning run rolling out of bed, getting out there. So a warm-up is really good for our bodies just to get them working. I also talk about my personal routine. Now with each of these podcast uh, episodes that I'm going to be talking about today, I'm just going to share with you a sentence or two that I've picked out of that particular episode for you to listen to. And based on my description and based on the quote, go ahead and take note of the ones that you are interested in listening to later on. Number nine was my episode on running terms. Now, for those of you who are just starting out, running has its own language, just like everything else. And when I first started running, there were things that I didn't know. And as you learn to run and you learn some of the lingo, it just becomes kind of second nature to you. And you forget that people who are just starting out or who don't run don't know what some of these terms mean that we kind of throw about just in our everyday talking. So I go through a bunch of running terms that I didn't know and other ones that other people have asked me about, and I just explain what each of them mean. So when you run, your foot tends to hit the same spot every time it makes contact with the ground. So the next word is foot strike, and that's just where on your foot that is. Number eight is having a running mantra. Now, this is something that is going is hand in hand with uh, kind of mindfulness and mindful running. And there is a book that I read that I talk about in the mantra episode um, called Mindful Running. In it, Mackenzie L. Havey, who is the author, talks about having a running mantra. And you're going to hear this from a lot of elite runners as well. Just something that you tell yourself. A lot of us can be very negative in our thinking and when we talk to ourselves when we're on the run. And having a mantra can kind of pull you back from that to try to give you the boost that you may need to get through a tougher run. Also, having a mantra can help us with our motivation. You know, even if it's something as simple as just saying you can do this or uh, keep going or just five more minutes, those kinds of things can really help you push through instead of the negative talk of you're not good at this, you're not a runner, you just need to quit. The negativity that was coming out of my mouth during those runs were things I would never say to anyone. So why am I not kind to myself? So number seven is the RRCA Start to Run program episode that I did in season one pretty early on. And the RRCA is where I got my coaching certification from. And so a lot of times when I'm working with an athlete, their Start to Run program, which is right on their website, is something that I start my athletes on, Uh, even though I do a lot of tweaking For their particular situation, if you are someone who um, is just starting out to run or hasn't started and kind of are exploring that this program will take you to 30 minutes of nonstop running in week 10. So you're going to be running by minutes, not by miles. So it starts you out very slowly with like four minutes of walking and one minute of running and switches you up from there to more running than walking until by the end you're running for 30 minutes. I also talk in this episode of what to do after the program is over because a lot of people, they start to run, they get through their start to run program, and then they don't know where to go from there. So I talk a little bit about how you can build up your running from finishing up this training plan. I also link to the plan in the show notes for this particular episode. The RRCA training will slowly build you up to a 30-minute run with no stopping over the course of 10 weeks, and that's going to turn out to be between two to three and a half miles for most people by the time you get to the uh, the 10th week. Number six is don't do too much too soon. For a lot of people, when you start to run, you're really excited about it. It's something that you're learning about, and when we start a new Anything, a new hobby or a new sport or something. A lot of us tend to get really, really excited and overexcited to the point that we just overdo it. And for some things, that's that's okay, you know. <laughs> um, and when I started to sew, I would sew all day, every day, and some of the stuff was nice, and some of the stuff wasn't so nice. But it didn't really damage me or injure me if I decided to sew all day, all night, whatever. But with running, you do not want to do too much too soon. Doing too much too soon can lead to injury. It can lead to burnout. Uh, We can be tempted to start where we want to be, especially for those of us who ran when we were younger, which I actually didn't, but for a lot of people, if they ran when they were in college, now they're 55 and they think they should be able to run the same cases and you know finish 5ks in the same amount of time and that is not good for you or your body and it's also not good for your motivation and good for your mental state because you're just not going to be able to do that so I talk about starting out slowly and starting out safely and smartly so that you can build up to these big goals you're just not going to hit them right out of the gate. Another obstacle we may have to overcome is if we used to run when we were younger. We can be tempted into thinking we should be able to start back at where we were with no issues or reach the pacing we had when we were 20. A lot of us, after we've been running for a while, start to learn how to develop our running and making our running bodies better. And cross-training is one way that we can do that. So the number five top episode, I am talking about cross-training for the runner. Now, cross-training doesn't mean just any sport or any exercise that we do. For example, I love to play tennis, but tennis isn't really going to do anything for my running body. However, when I bike or cycle, that does develop some of the muscles that I'm using for running. And so that can be a cross-training activity. Other examples of cross-training are swimming. I like to do yoga as well, kind of for the balance part of it, because I'm, I'm not very flexible. So in this episode, I talk about different ways that you can cross-train as a runner to develop your running body. Cross-training is also important because it gives you something you are capable in if you have an injury that won't allow you to run. Number four is hip drop in the runner. Now, if you don't know what hip drop is, I talk about that a little more in a test that you can do by looking in the mirror to see if you have hip drop. I didn't know I had it. A lot of people don't know they have it until they look at photos, especially from races. And it's something that if you see somebody with hip drop, you definitely can tell that they have it. They're Their leg is kind of collapsing into their knees a little bit and it's really hard to describe uh, over a podcast. So if you go to that episode and listen to it, there is a test that I refer to that you can look in the mirror and see if you have hip drop. And then there are also exercises that you can do to try to strengthen those hips to alleviate that hip drop. If you have ever seen someone running and it looks like their knee is collapsing into the other leg, they probably have this condition. Now, if you are a beginning runner and you are using a program, a start to run program, a lot of times what the starting programs are is a time versus mileage programs. So like I said, with the RRCA start to run program, you are running minutes. You're not going out and running a mile. You're running for 10 minutes at a time or 20 minutes at a time. So in this episode I talk a little bit more about running not distance but running for minutes and of the benefits of doing so. There are disadvantages as well especially for some of us who it may not be as motivating but I feel like it helps beginners immensely because you can say okay I have this 30 minute block I can go out for a run for 30 minutes where if it's three miles, three and a half, four miles, you may not be sure, especially when you're first starting out, if you have the time to actually go out and complete your run. But if you know, well, I have have to start getting ready to go in 45 minutes so I can head out for a 30-minute run, it can help you to get out the door. So in this episode, I'm talking about how to use time versus mileage for your running. All of that contributes to a motivating mindset, which actually helps you to get out there. It may be easier for you to know that you're running 30 minutes than four miles or whatever. In the number two episode, I talk about running workouts. Now you may hear things like fartlek or tempo runs or you know doing different drills for speed work. So in this episode, I talk about different workouts that you can do and how to incorporate that into your training. Once you start running and you get through just learning how to run, there are different workouts that you're going to want to start to put into your training. So learning how to develop your speed and develop your endurance is accomplished by putting in different workouts and drills. It helps also to keep your body interested. You know, our bodies adapt really, really well to the different things that we throw at it. So if we're constantly just going out and running four miles every day, our bodies are going to adapt and we aren't going to get the changes to our bodies and to our speed and to our endurance that we may want. So learning how to do other workouts and how to put them into our training is important as we start to get further and further into learning how to run. Now, when you do these different workouts, there are different calculators that you can find online that will tell you the different paces that you should be doing these at. So that particular episode also talks about the different calculators and links you to them as well in the show notes so that you can find the different paces that you should be doing. So the next workout is a tempo run and that's one in which the pace can be held for between 20 to 40 minutes and it depends on whose definition you read of a tempo run, honestly. Uh, it's a harder pace. It's about 30 seconds slower than a 5K pace but you're not going all out. It's one you can hold. It's hard but you can hold it for that amount of time. And Number one from 2021 since I do try to concentrate a little bit more on beginning runners this didn't surprise me too much but choosing your running shoes is the number one episode from 2021 this episode talks about what to look for in a running shoe what to do and how to um, approach going into a dedicated running store because that is for me a very big recommendation that I give to my athletes is Go to a dedicated running store. Don't just go to a big box store and pick whatever you think is cute. Go to a store where the people are actually runners, the staff are runners, and they can help you get you into your first shoes. Because a shoe that just matches everything you wear and is just fun to wear may not be the best shoe for you. So you really need to know how to look for a running shoe and things to think about when you're going for your first pair of real running shoes. I also include some resources for you to use after you get your first pair of shoes. If those shoes really, really work for you, there are different places that you can go online to get those same shoes at a big discount, especially if you stay in those shoes for a few years. So I do not want anyone to feel intimidated by going into a running store or an athletic store where someone is going to help you find a good pair of shoes. You don't have to know a whole bunch of lingo. They will walk you through it and they will be really, really friendly. And if they're not, then turn yourself around and find another one. So there you have it. Those are the top 10 episodes from 2021. It'll be fun to see where we go from here and what you are all interested in during 2022. A lot of the uh, episodes that I develop are from questions from listeners. So please, please keep those questions coming because it really helps me to develop the different episodes throughout the year. This week's website resource is the WiredRunner.com's article on the five treadmill tips for beginners. We've just started the new year, and for a lot of us, it is the dead of winter, and treadmills may be new to you if you're just starting out. So that article will give you some tips just for you. Next week, I'll be listing the top 10 blog posts from the Wrinkled Runner website. The blog has more information for runners that may have a bit more experience than a beginner but if you like information give that episode a listen to see if there's something there for you as well and you may learn some more about running based on that episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you know another runner who could benefit from today's topic go ahead and share it. Do you have any running questions? You can ask me Email me at sherry at wrinkledrunner.com and if I can't answer your question, I will do the research to find the answer and share it with you. The questions I get from listeners like you help me develop episodes, so please don't be shy. You can sign up for my once a month newsletter using the link provided so that you can have all the Wrinkled Runner resources from the past month all in one place. I also have opened up my virtual coaching in addition to coaching one-on-one with those in the Buffalo, New York area. So head to my coaching page on the Wrinkled Runner website, which I will, of course, link to, and check out how we may be able to work together. Until next Monday, thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the run.